Hello, welcome to our podcast again. Hello, welcome back. And welcome to our little humble studio, also an apartment. I use it as an apartment. Yeah, you use it. I don't live here. I just came here once in a week. Yes. Well, you haven't been here well, while I've been here because I'm just coming off of my holiday break, mm. which got extended because I was involved in the Southwest Airline debacle. Oh. Yeah. You got canceled? Yes. I'm sorry. Well, it was fine because I wasn't at the airport. Mm. I was like just staying with my family. So it wasn't a big deal for me. But for other people, they like lost their luggage and it was in another city. But I didn't, I wasn't able to get another flight for like five days. Oh. Which is pretty nuts. That's why you came that late. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, for me, it's fine, but it was unexpected. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a little crazy, but the holidays are nice. I'm still finding pieces of glitter in the apartment from Times Square when they did the New Year's ball drop. <laughs> like, it's almost been two weeks now, and I still, in my house, I'm finding glitter. You weren't even here. I mean, potentially other people have tracked it in on their feet or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, most likely. But I found one on my bed the other day. <laughs> like, how? That's crazy. But when I got back home... That's more than crazy. It is crazy. I think it's not good for the environment, do you think, <laughs> what they're doing. Do you think the wind carried out? Yeah, probably. Because they don't clean it up right away. Most of it just kind of gets scattered. And when I came home from being gone, I looked out my window and on my windowsill, there was just like a bunch of glitter, mm. like confetti. I mean, no. and it's like it had already been like, I don't know, a few days after New Year's. Well, you got two choices. Either someone had partied or. No, it's the Times Square confetti. <laughs> and I think I, I love watching it like on TV. I mean, I don't go there, but mm. I love watching the confetti fall. But now seeing this, I'm thinking That's they, shouldn't, they shouldn't do that. That's not good. That's all plastic. I mean, how many birds nests now are just filled with. <laughs> This stuff, if I found a piece in my bed two weeks later, like, how? <laughs> but anyway. It ends up in the oceans. Yeah, it is in the ocean. Same with all the microplastics and everything. It's in our blood now. It's yeah, it's in, in our, our body. Yeah, it's in our bloodstream. I'm like 0.02% plastic right now. Yep, you are. We're all getting cancer, probably, because of these plastics. Yep. Well, what are you talking about today? Something very relevant to my life, which is mental health. That's my life too. Yeah. I kind of have this problem where I like have my, my normal routine interrupted by like vacation or illness or something. And then when I try to go back to it, 
my brain stops working or something. I don't know. I guess it's feeling out of control. Do you spend a lot of time in social media? Um, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I do too. I thought you hated social media. What happened? I know. That's, that's the thing. Did you see that new study that just came out about adolescent kids, their brain developing differently, having social media now? Mm-hmm. Well, I think their control group were kids that didn't have access to social media. Yeah. They did like some experiment where they saw their brain activity, like respond to like smiling and frowning and that kind of thing. And the kids that grew up with social media, that part of their brain was like heightened more so than like normal development. So they're, they're more concerned about social perception Mm -hmm. is what they were concluding because of social media. And I think that's, I don't know, it seems like it's just going to breed more social anxiety. That's going to continue to be like a huge issue in the future. As far as our brains changing for the new modern landscape, well, we all know social media is making us crazier and worse, (laughs) but there's more evidence now coming out. They have more like guinea pigs, basically. (laughs) To me, that just sounds like more social anxiety. Yeah. After looking at that. That's for sure. When I check out my Twitter or like when I'm watching something on YouTube, I see like thousands of people commenting. Who cares? Who cares what you think? Who cares what I think? Something feels off. I get what you're saying. Like no one's opinion, unless you're professional or like a a scientist or whatever, like your opinion is as stupid as anyone else's. Yeah, some, yeah something like that. But yeah. however, I like seeing people's reactions to things and people's thoughts on stuff. I, I want to know that. that that's, that's how you get benefit out of it. Getting more attention than people commenting on your I don't know, something you post or something. I mean, I disagree, though. I feel like it... No, that's, for that's some the benefit people, of it. That, like, that's, the, like, that's how you make money out of it, also. But I don't think people, everyone on social media is, is looking to do that or, or is gaining that benefit out of it. Some people are more passive observers. I wouldn't say that the only benefit of social media is, like, attention and money. People are connecting. People are, like, seeing a world outside their own perspective. That's also happening. I don't think you can deny that. Yeah, I won't deny that. But it's mostly I was used for. I don't think you can say mostly, though. I feel like you are more cynical about social media <laughs> and see it as, like, judging. The last thing I posted was, like, 2016, so. Well, I wish you would post more stuff because I want to follow your life. <laughs> and I feel more, more distance day by day. I feel more like ashamed of myself posting something, you know, because I don't post usually. Now people are, people are going to think like, oh, this guy was like this shy, never used social media kind of guy. And then he's, he become like this, this sort of a guy. I think you're too focused on like other people's opinions. I mean, that's, that's why you share something. No, I share something that I think other people might find interesting or entertaining or want to know about me. I'm not like sharing to seek validation because i won't get it probably maybe i'm too old school for this i don't know i don't know if it's old school i think you just have to be really conscious of how you use social media if it's making you be like oh my god this is what people are thinking this 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 and this which they aren't thinking that by the way but it's just going to cause like that anxiety (laughs) 
over analysis of my actions is not good. But yeah, it's uh, social media is making people crazier. But maybe we haven't fully figured out how to use it properly. And also, we haven't regulated these platforms, which are like manipulating us using psychological tactics. <laughs> also, maybe I don't have that much of a maybe exciting life to share with someone. I watch influencers that don't have like exciting lives, though. <laughs> like, I watch. This one girl who, um, she documents what books she's reading, grocery shopping, and she just talks about, like, her thoughts. And I like it. I like with social media seeing what other people are doing and being like, oh, maybe I would like to do that. Even if it's not traditional social media stuff, like, this is my nice car, this is my beautiful vacation, this is my beautiful family. I, I think now it's, like, spreading out to where it's, this is the park I like to go to sometimes, you know, and it's, I like that. It's nice that we can just be happy with our normal everyday lives and like see other people enjoying their normal everyday lives. Some people would be like, no one gives a fuck, but I do. I'll watch it. And clearly people do give a fuck because <laughs> there are influencers who sit around doing not much, but I don't know. What do you think? I don't know either. When it comes to sharing, I feel too exposed to do that even sharing myself sharing my image of myself in social media i feel more anxious about it for me it's helped to like exposure therapy like just forcing myself to do that because i think it's just fear of um judgment that stops people from sharing aspects of their life and themselves but at the end of the day like sharing more does more benefit to myself and to the world than not. I used to feel more that way, and now I've tried to like just push past that and just share things, even if I think, wow, people are going to find that really idiotic or they're going to judge me or have a new opinion of me. Like, yeah, they might, but I'm not going to like cater to however many people are watching me, you know? And I think people are conscious of the fact that. People are not just one thing. At least I want to be around people who are conscious of that. Like, if they don't like this aspect of me, maybe they appreciate me enough as a person to get over that. And I want to be around those people. I don't want to be around people who, like, see something in me I post that they don't like. And they're like, I'm done with you forever. <laughs> I'm more than just one thing I post one day. I see. It doesn't define us what kind of a social media you have. But it's still, I spend some portion of my time in social media every day. Yeah, me too. I don't know if I like that. I mean, I like watching things that I like in my feed, but still, I don't know if it's the right thing to do. And there's always like this frustration comes after. Like frustrated that you spent the time doing that or what? Yeah. I always think that I... Should have done something maybe better instead of doing that. Story of everyone's life. The thing is that I, sometimes I learn things like that too. Yeah. Well, we all like need time to not be productive. At least you can gain something from social media. Like if you're reading like romance novels or something, like you're not really gaining anything from that leisure time. You're not <laughs> learning anything, but still important to do leisurely activities 
At least with social media, you might connect with someone or you might learn something. I find myself more and more connecting socially online just because I feel entrapped by this modern society we live in where everyone is so isolated from each other. And I just am like, I need to use this as a tool to like have more connections in my life with other human beings. I think it has a big effect on mental health. It causes us to be more introvert person being on your phone like every day so i don't know it might or it might not everyone is affected differently it kind of depends on how you're using it and maybe your personality i mean i know well-educated influential people once they like get into the social media especially on twitter they become crazy they even they like lose it sometimes you know arguing something with other people because it's social media you can like say anything you want to say that affects their mental health too even yeah, those sure. people who you, you would never think that get into that position well it's a good point to make though that like no one's above being affected by this stuff yeah social pressures or mm-hmm. like generalized anxiety or whatever mm-hmm. everyone is affected by it there's this economist that i used that i like follow and i find his opinions really valuable sometimes i need to eat something they write I try to attack him verbally with something something else. And I see like how he like how he gets frustrated in a position that he has to answer, you know. But he doesn't have to answer. He's choosing to do that. There's nothing forcing you to engage with people who just don't get it. If you are a professional in some area, maybe you feel like a desire to say your opinion or to maybe even instruct other people on certain things in your field and that's fine but there are going to be people who argue always that are just going to they're going to reject your credentials and not even focus on that because they have their own agenda or whatever and there's no reason to get into fights with those people because you're the expert and doing that is just going to like drive you nuts when you're trying to convince every single person on the planet about something it's like no just say what your piece and then like let it go that's why people are like don't read your youtube comments don't read your reviews or whatever because they know that is a futile exercise you know it's just me internally speaking i never find myself speaking of a matter that something i don't know about the point is, like, there are, like... There are stupid people who think their opinion is important? Yeah, there are. And they talk about it, they try to, like, give you a lecture or... I think this is people have a discomfort with, like, being seen as, like, stupid, not being respected by everyone. Yeah, people are stupid. Let them be stupid. If it's just going to make you crazy trying to convince them, then just stop. Because you're not going to convince them. It's an online argument. I just think that's a reflection of their own insecurity, that they engage in those arguments. I would never comment on something about something I don't know fully. It feels like, it almost feels like that's what social media for. It's just for you to speak freely, whatever you want. You also create a lot of misinformation. Yeah, And you create unnecessary tension between you, a person that you even don't know. personally so it just I, I don't see any point those people think they're right though and they don't trust like mainstream stuff 
they wouldn't say stuff if if they felt like wow i'm this uneducated uninformed person like i should share my opinion i think they think they know what they're talking about mm -hmm. that's a problem like people don't realize like how where they are is not reality you know especially mm -hmm. now it depends how you learn it did you actually read that from someone who made studies on it or you just i just can't fault them their ignorance is the only thing like yeah i think it's rude to be like so aggressive online i do think that's rude and it yeah just creates more tension that doesn't need to be there but at the same time there's too much of this hatred for people that we perceive as stupid it's just like yeah they don't know what they don't know they believe that's true they believe that they're well informed on the reality of the situation you know they're doing what they think is right and who are we to like judge them for like speaking out about what they think is the truth i don't like that looking down on people i think there's more to a person than their intelligence and awareness of reality <laughs> maybe i'm being lecturing right now and i don't mean to be it's definitely frustrating to like go to school for something and or be a researcher and like spend years learning that would affect my mental health seriously but it shouldn't though is my point because you you have to like validate your own work the work you've done to acquire your own knowledge you can't expect everyone on earth everyone on twitter or whatever to validate that you have to do it yourself you can't be like no i need you to understand it's like no some people are just misinformed and they will never understand and like that's okay i think I don't know, too much ego on the internet. I think they feel like I did so much work, like I'm a professional, like I just want people to see the work I did and value it. But some people just will never do that. They won't. You can't get every single person. So it's like, you have to let that go. You have to know, like, I earned this diploma. Like, yeah, I busted my ass to like <laughs> study this shit. I know it. I know that I know it. And just because other people don't value me doesn't mean that I don't have value. Like everything is just people's ego interacting online. It's worse because there's not a person in front of you. It's like dehumanized. Well, that's why I stay out of it mostly. So my, my case is different. I'm not an expert of anything. I just, I'm too shy to share something. Or maybe I'm like, maybe overly criticized about myself. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I may be against the whole idea of social media, you know? Yeah. And I see your point. It's just the way I am, I guess. I think we talked enough about social media and mental health. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot to it. It's a big part of our everyday life right now, actually. So yeah. I don't feel guilty about talking about it for a while. But mental health is just on my mind lately so much because... Do you think it's hard for people to come back from the holiday season i know like in turkey there's no like huge christmas thing or whatever but for my childhood yeah i mean you never wanted to go back to school <laughs> well yeah but... i felt like depressed the day before I have, like i have to go to school so i think most people are like that they don't want to go back to work they don't want to go back to school that feeling that night that you have nothing left to do you just wait for that day to pass, sitting in your apartment, mm -hmm. 
in that in that moment the the sadness starts invading inside you you know yeah when it's something good comes to an end it slowly like eats you out and then you realize like the next day you have to go back to your shitty job or (laughs) (laughs) or you have to go back to your your school that stillness in that moment it just gives me an anxiety not even just the holidays that stillness in general in general yeah in general is often something people are trying to escape Mm. that's why i struggle going to bed every night because i don't want to start ruminating and that's what my mind will naturally do and so i distract myself and will be like listening to something or doing something but I can't like get to sleep because I'm waking myself up. I cannot live fall asleep without my AirPods. Oh yeah. It's crazy. I have something playing when I go to sleep every night. It disappoints me that I didn't used to be so dependent on technology. But I guess we should all just embrace it. It is happening. It's a tidal wave coming for us all, so I might as well just not even think about it anymore. This is modern life. What a- <laughs> That's what our friend Murad always says. This is modern life. And he talks about going on walks and putting on nature sounds in his his earbuds when he's walking past like dirty trash and skyscrapers and shit, mm-hmm. like having birds chirping in his ears. He's like, modern life. Everything is artificial. Well, yeah. Everything is artificial. Even your intelligence is becoming artificial. Uh huh. <laughs> but it still creates real feelings inside of us. So how how fake is it really? I'm still being pacified by these voices in my ears when I go to bed. I feel like I'm socially awkward. I started to feel like that for the last couple of years. How I'm not using the social media. Everyone I met, like they have like a basically a portfolio of. <laughs> When they talk about these things, I'm kind of like out of conversation because, you know, I don't follow that much. I heard somebody else talking about this online the other day, actually. It's so really? funny. Talking about how they feel like they're on the outside because they don't do certain things on social media. And you and that person or whatever are trying to live life the way you want to live it and maybe be healthier and not engage in a certain way online but as a result of that you're disconnecting yourself from the general population so it's kind of like a a catch-22 situation i think that's a common complaint people have Mm -hmm. another thing i keep saying i want to get rid of my instagram i can't yeah i can't i can't do that either i can't do it because i think well i feel like i connect with people I just started following this girl who I used to work with, who I haven't seen in years. And we like had a brief conversation and I wanted to speak to her again. And I never would have done that without Instagram. That would not have been possible. It's like, I don't want to get rid of it because there's too much benefit. I feel like upset about social media companies like tracking me and and everything. And being wasting time on it or whatever. But at the same time, there's too much benefit to it for me to give it up. I guess it's something you just have to accept, like the trade-off of it. It's so hard when things have to be balanced properly. I wanted to take therapy sessions 
But um, I've been having a hard time to choose what kind of resources I should rely on. For a foreigner like me, it's kind of also another challenge. Yeah. Who to trust and what that person's profession is. Maybe that person should be like female in order to understand my relationship issues. Maybe, you know. You should be particular about your therapist. Like some people can only see male or female therapists. Some people can only see like a Christian therapist. People have issues trying to find the right person sometimes. It sucks finding a therapist and it's like so expensive. And also you reminded me, I also hear people talking about wanting therapy from someone outside of their culture Mm. because certain aspects of their culture is glorifying more toxic mentalities. Yep. Like I was seeing someone talk about the other day wanting to speak with someone outside of China. Like she lived in China and her husband was like abusing her. Mm. But typically in China, you must stay together as a family. Appearances of having that. And she wanted to speak to a therapist outside of China, but it's like my English isn't good enough to do that. Oh, cultures and norms are makes a big difference. It absolutely does, because what is considered natural and normal in one culture in another might be like crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, at this point in my life, appreciate the culture I grew up in so much, where I never did growing up. I was always very critical as a young person, maybe college age person. I think a lot of people see that certain long-standing traditions and cultures are not healthy but it's like when your entire society is like promoting a certain way of living you know it's hard to escape that and i think when you see another culture like people living so differently and it looks healthier to you that can almost make it worse because it's like i know I know what I want was right, but I am kind of trapped by my surroundings. Mm -hmm. That definitely makes a difference. I feel trapped by things in our society and culture a lot. Yeah, certain things never changes. If you feel like in your society, in your your culture, you don't have the things to thrive or Mm -hmm. the things to needed to have a strong social life, career life, or whatever, mm-hmm. it can feel very hopeless because our culture caters to certain personality traits or or certain advantages or even just race or what have you. It can feel very drowning for certain people, I think. And the people who are on top because of who, how they were born or who they are, like they naturally went to the top. And the people who, who struggle feel so alienated from that. They do start to feel even more pressed outside. Or an outsider. I mean, I feel like I want to contribute to society and be helpful to people, but I feel like I'm often at this roadblock where I can't get to a place where I'm capable of doing that. I certainly feel that. I wish I was um, born in an indigenous tribe. 
and I could just lay like on the beach all day and and be truly happy and be comparing myself to like no one basically because we're all doing the same yeah, shit. Yeah, I wish that would be true. <laughs> and the Europeans who came and tried to colonize you probably, so. Yeah. That wouldn't end well for you. For the last, last century, after like the Second World War too, they realized like soldiers who came from the war zones, they started developing PTSD. They've known that this was happening for a while. I was actually reading something about like in World War One too, they had like even treatments for what we now call PTSD. I don't think it really had a an official like psychiatric definition back then, but mm -hmm. we've been aware of it, but we haven't known exactly what's going on or how to treat it. People who go to war most of the time come back with like PTSD and need a lot of treatment to adapt to normal civilian life. It's really upsetting the way that we've been pushed to embrace like the normality of like military action. It's widely discussed matter these days and we are lucky enough to now like we are looking into this. You know, sometimes I feel like maybe I need light to depressant. I sometimes get this like um, sudden like temper, especially when I'm like, if I'm driving on traffic, I like get so frustrated, even though I'm like a constant myself as um, a calm person. Yeah. I just turn to myself and then I cannot, I cannot believe myself. Like, why did I just do that? Everyone is talking about how they're different after covid you know it's been almost like three years now almost since it began but there's been long-term effects adults who like have to relearn how to like socialize again <laughs> and i mean it's funny but like it's true for everyone even like very sociable outgoing people you got out of the swing of things and what I miss about COVID is like, it was more acceptable to acknowledge like how hard everything is, how much of us are struggling like every day, like mentally made me feel less alone. And now it doesn't seem, it's not quite as to the extent as it was during those times. Kind of like, oh, every, here's my highlight reel on Instagram, all the beautiful things happening in my life. That gives you this false idea that everyone's just doing super well and happy all the time. And it's, and like you're the only one who's like a struggling piece of shit or whatever, you know? And it's like, that's not true, but you start to feel that way. Mm -hmm. Well, on mental health, I think that it's nice that we have more educated people around to help. And working on yourself and talking to someone who has a specialty, I see a great benefit from that. I also know that when people lived in friendly small neighborhoods, they had each other and they had like someone to talk to all the time. Yeah. And we became more lonely in that stuff that we need yeah. people to talk to. Well, therapy and um, fulfilling social needs are different things though. Yeah, yeah. Now we recognize that therapy is a useful tool for anyone, mm -hmm. especially people who need to process trauma. 
but we are missing out a lot of times on our social needs not being met. I th- I do think about the same thing that you're describing, going from a time when people weren't so like afraid of their neighbor and like cut off from them. Now we are. And yeah, I would like that to be fixed. But even if it is, that doesn't mean that we don't need therapists anymore, I think. But at the end of the day, we as a society kind of need to find more solutions for this isolation. I don't think it should be on you as an individual to, it shouldn't be on you. It should be all of us as a community, as a human civilization to like address this problem. Exactly. Well. It's been nice chatting with you and talking to. Oh, and likewise. People out in the world. And thank you for listening as always. And let us know what you think about it. And. Peace and love. Peace and love. Email us at interculturepodcast at gmail.com or follow us on social media at interculturepod.